Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 266 of the Dark Windows podcast. I just asked you if you were ready. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I get halfway through the fucking preamble, and you're like, oh, I need my microphone. Listen. Jesus. I didn't like, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. But I forgot one component. Yeah, you know, the thing that people, you know, <laughs> the thing you need to fucking talk to people with, you idiot. That's true. I um, mean. I'm Kevin. I am Kevin, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. We're the Kevins. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Might be our final stop on the road trip for a minute. Oh, I was going to say, it's our final episode. No. Sweet. I mean, <laughs> we, we can if you want, but. Um, yeah, uh, we, we've done the road trip. This will be, I think, three weeks in a row. Something like that. Is it? I don't know. Let me double check. But anyway, we've, we've, done, yeah. we've done quite a few recently, so. Um, yeah, and, and next week's my episode, so I don't want to do another road trip episode. Yeah, this will be a third one in a row. We did Jersey, New Mexico, and then we've got New York today. Um, speaking well, of which. next week, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. What? Because we got to talk about that one. What? For next week. Oh, yeah, we'll figure that out, but, um, anyway, so. This yeah. week is... Is yeah, is New York. Yeah, the Empire State, which is our neighbor to the west. The douchebags. I mean, um, sorry, not all of them. Some <laughs> not, of them. Not all of them. Um, New York is fifty four thousand five hundred and fifty five square miles. Um, a lot of real diverse area for the Northeast. You've got mountains, lakes. It, it's it's a northeastern state. Um, yeah, you guys don't have to come here to look at our leaves. You guys, you also have leaves. That's true. Um, and if you're in New York City and you want to come here to look at leaves. Go fuck yourself. Just drive north. Your state does not end at Albany. There's more above that. That's true. So, uh, very much the truth. Matter of fact, most of your state's above there. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of cool shit to do up there too. I mean, you know, I couldn't tell you any of it, but there's there's neat places. Yeah. You know, we were just in Buffalo last year. Buffalo seems pretty cool. I haven't been there in a while, but uh, you know. Pretty neat. Uh, I've never been to Buffalo, so went to Niagara Falls. You know, you got soaking got wet, fucking fucked on in the rain. 
<laughs> okay, we both got soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. I but get douched in the rain. But come on, I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was cool. I mean, went back to the hotel room. I dried off, and then went to a, a VFW hall, and I handled a giant cock. And uh, you did. We had to talk to Justin and Nick from uh, Ohio and Jerry the, from. The- the highlight of, horror stories. The highlight it was that you had to, you got to handle a cock. It was, yeah. <laughs> Girth is fucking massive. So, if you guys don't listen to Brohio, Girth Brooks is uh, their third co-host. He is a giant rubber dick. Um, man, every bit of three feet tall and probably, probably thirty pounds. He's a beefy boy. You know, yeah, you put a cowboy hat on that fucking thing. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with New York. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, so there's nearly 20 million people in the state of New York with about 8 million in New York City alone paying entirely too much money for apartments the size of my laundry room. Uh, yeah. Dude, I there was a guy. There's a guy on. Um, he does like in, uh, Instagram. No, uh, sorry. YouTube shorts. I watch those because I'm an adult. I don't go on TikTok. Same thing. I just, you know, give American spy agencies my information instead of the Chinese. But uh, he just, like, walks through New York City and he's like, hey, how much do you pay for, you know, how much do you pay a month for rent to random people? And they're like, oh, I paid this much. Hey, can I see your apartment? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a stranger come jam a camera in my face and then take him home with me. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Anyway, um, some of these apartments are, like, 90 square feet and they're paying, like, twenty two hundred dollars a month for him wow like that that that's that's ridiculous that's so small 90 square feet and it's got a bathroom in it too fucking no no i'll just uh i'll take you know living like a normal human being out in the woods yeah i mean but these are all people that are like i have to live in the city i have no you don't no you don't no you don't no. You work from home anyway. You don't have to live in the city. You could go live in the burbs. You know? That is very, very true. But you have to live in the city because living there is a fucking status thing. It's like Los Angeles. You know? Nobody wants to live in Los Angeles. You just live there because it's a status thing. Oh, I live in LA. Oh, well, that's cool. Go fuck yourself. You know? I have the same feeling with New York City and Boston for the most part. You know? I live right in Boston. Great. Awesome. I don't give a fuck, dude. I can piss on my front lawn and nobody can, like, Nobody will pay attention. Not really. Oh, you don't have a lawn? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. 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 You got to share a bathroom with somebody else in your fucking apartment complex? Pretty gay, dude. I've got two of my own. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway. um, So, yeah, about 8 million people in New York City. Um, Second highest population. And I threw this one in just because of the disparity in the numbers. You go from 8 million in New York City. To 275,000 in Buffalo. That's a sizable amount different. Yeah. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Buffalo's not really small. No, it's it's a big city, you know? Yeah. We also have, like... We saw it at a distance. I mean, I didn't really... We we... technically were... I think we were technically in Buffalo when we went to the show in Tonawanda. I think it's, like, a burb. So I think it's, like, all lumped into the... Like the uh, Buffalo metropolitan area. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we were not there during, you know, well, actually, scratch that. Fortunately, we were not there on a Sunday during football season. 
Um, True. Because that would have been a fucking nightmare getting out of there. Um, it would have been great to go, you know, sit in the parking lot and watch idiots powerbomb themselves through uh, rubber tables, though. Yeah, we'd have to travel a little bit further west. We, we, we went, no, we went past the exit for the stadium. Because it's in Orchard Park, which yeah. is it's further west a little Not bit. Not by much, but we, we went past an exit for the stadium while we were we? out there. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I know I went past it when I went out to, um, when I went to, uh, yeah, Alabama. Yeah. So. Um, very good chance we'll go past it again in uh, May, so. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the show, though. Um, so let's get into some fun facts about New York. Um, it's not all that, that New York sucks or that we hate everybody in New York. My my in-laws are from New York, and they're fine. New York has all, I mean. But they're, they're upstate New York. They're normal folk. New York you know? has a lot of history to it. It I does. Mean, a lot of the Civil War was fought in New York. Not Civil War. I mean, sorry. Wow. Revolutionary War. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of my ancestors very narrowly avoided having his fucking powdered wig nailed to a wall in New York. Well, by 10 or 15 years because he went back to England and died instead. He had the decency to not die in a fort getting killed by an alcoholic with a tomahawk. So <laughs> thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, an alcoholic, an alcoholic's brother with a tomahawk because the alcoholic stayed in the boat. Then they named a furniture company after him. It's true. Yeah. I mean, they were both alcoholics. Sort of. Ira Allen and Seth Brown did all the work. <laughs> That's true. He was just like. Ethan was like, Ethan was yeah, like, I got this, you guys. You guys get you, up there. You do that. You do that, okay? I'm going to go talk to these guys and tell what's going on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I went in there. These fucking guys are in the boat. I went in there. I kicked ass. <laughs> All by myself. And listen, I'm gonna go back to my state. Oh, well, I mean, it was really wasn't my state. I just We're, came up. It's there. a territory, motherfucker. <laughs> listen, I come up out here this way, and then I'm gonna tell you get the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking this fort from you, English fucks, who took it from those French fucks, who took it from you, English fucks, in the first place. <laughs> and then we're gonna give it back to you because fuck it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, some fun facts. According to the fossil record, it's believed that the first humans made it to New York to New York State around 10,000 BC, um, which they didn't think that people were. I think there was a similar thing in Pennsylvania where it was like 10 or 11,000 BC is the oldest human remains I've ever found, and they're like, "Well, we didn't know that anybody would have been up, up that way." I'm like, y- y- "Yeah, kind of, yeah." Ice Age, yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> well, I mean, then if you look at uh, some of the stuff they find, you know, like writings and stuff, which probably pushes it back pretty good. Yeah. You know. Um, April 30th, 1789, George Washington was so- uh, was sworn in as the first president of the United States. little fun fact inception here. We have a fun fact inside of a fun fact. Oh, when Washington left the military in 1787, his boys threw him a little party. No way. And there is a copy of the bill as to what was ordered for said party. Quote, the bar tab of a 1787 farewell party for George Washington. 54 bottles of Madeira, 60 bottles of Claret, 8 bottles of whiskey, 22 bottles of Porter, 8 bottles of hard cider, 12 of beer, 
seven bowls of alcoholic punch. That's that's a considerable amount of alcohol. Take a wild guess how many people were at this party for that much booze. Hold on. Can you go over it again? I sure can. 55, uh, 54 bottles of Madeira. Hold on. How do you spell Madeira? M-A-D-E-I-R-A. Which, I mean, he would have been buddies with those oh, guys, too. Oh, it's wine. Okay. Yep. And then what's the other one? 60 bottles of Claret, which I believe is also wine. Like a fortified wine kind of deal. Oh, they're twats. Okay. Eight bottles of whiskey. 22 bottles of porter, which is a... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's another... It's uh, a hefty fucking beer. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a super fucking dark beer. Um, Eight bottles of hard cider. And when they say, when they say bottles, they're not talking like... A fucking, like, a 16-ounce pop-top. Oh, they're talking, no. like, a A 24? <laughs> they're talking a bottle. Like a like yeah. a big-ass, like, old medicine bottle that you could, th- you could throw. It's like a 40-ounce. Yeah, you could throw it out a fucking window on, like, the fifth floor, and it would bounce. Like, well, probably not even a 40. No, probably not even that. Because it's, like... They were big-ass. They are big jugs of, yeah, of liquor. Yeah, okay? yeah, Okay. 12 bottles of beer and seven bowls of alcoholic punch. Guess how many people are at this party? Ooh. Well, okay, so... We'll, go, we'll, we'll price this right this shit. Uh, I'm going to say 20. Ooh, low. Low. 55. I was going to go... I was going <laughs> to say 50, but I was like, all of, that, all of that booze for 55 motherfuckers. I was, I was going to say, like, 50 yeah. to be conservative, because I didn't want to be like, oh, 100, 150. No. No, I didn't want... I was like, oh, man... I know they could drink back then. And, yeah. And most of this was just for starters. And a lot of the wine, I guarantee, was for fucking Washington because he, he... I don't know. He strikes me as he could have been a whiskey guy. Uh, you know. But whiskey being a little bit more acidic than wine is probably not great for slave teeth. Whatever. But, you know? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Who cares, right? Um, Adirondack National Park is the largest national park in the lower 48 states. At four at twenty eight million acres. Really? Yeah, it's bigger than Yellowstone. Bigger than uh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. Um, an That's... organization that I personally dislike quite a bit is based in the uh the KKK New York City. No, <laughs> they might uh, be uh, Freemasons. No, no. Uh, think think bigger. Of uh, Illuminati. No. Oh, fuck. No, uh, um, there, there's there's a couple of guys on on YouTube that Scientology. Te- no, fuck. There, there's guys on YouTube that test ballistics on uh, helmets, and they paint them a specific shade of blue because it's the same color as UN helmets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, UN. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Useless turds. I've seen the UN. So have I. I've been there. Yeah. I've been in front of it. We went into it. It's nothing. It's nothing Listen, impressive. It's not a fuck competition. Yeah, I also went there in 2000, so I was, the first time I went to New York City, I remember seeing the World Trade Center, and then (laughs) we went back in 2004, no, 2005, it was my junior year in high school, and I got to see where the World Trade Center was, because we walked right up and we're like, oh yeah, they all fucking hole in the ground. I didn't see that, I I went there 2007, seven with my mom. My dad was in Iraq. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't. You fucking I, assholes went to the M M&M and M shop. We did. Yeah. <coughs> and we went on Broadway, and I got to. Sh- we got to. She got to see. Uh, uh, um, 
um, where the Rockettes, you know, are, and you get to see all that. It was pretty cool. We had, like, 30 kids sneak out of our hotel room. Like, hotel rooms, I should say. We all went to fucking Virgin Records. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It was, like, one thirty in the morning. We're just, like, cruising around in, like, shorts and pajamas. It was it was awesome. I bought my first CD ever I, that I bought myself was there. DMX. <sighs> I bought... I bought a DMX Greatest Hits album <laughs> CD. I uh, I also bought Jay-Z's Black album because that had just come out. Oh. Then I got, like, two Rob Zombie CDs. I don't remember which ones they were. I can tell you, though, when I got home, my fucking anti-skip CD player, which that was a thing. <gasps> that was a thing. That's how old I am. That fucking thing was almost melted because I ran it the entire way back from New York. I, I was, I was, it was hot. I, I couldn't keep it on my lap. I just set it on my backpack on top of my lap because it was too so poor. fucking hot. I was too poor to have anti-skip, so uh, I just had. You got to remember, I had a one. job, so you know. <laughs> like I said, once again, I was too poor for I that. Spent, <laughs> I can I can tell you exactly how much I spent on that thing because I bought it at the electronics store in the mall where um, J C Penny was. It was that, like J.C. Penny was like gone, and they'd put an electronic shop in there. Huh? No, I'm sorry. It was right next to there. It was right next to J.C. Penny. Um, I spent 149 hundred and forty nine dollars on that CD player, and it didn't even come with fucking headphones. I had to buy my own head. I had to buy some headphones separately. Still, yeah. Wow. That bitch was ridiculous. But I also used it in my car because I'd plug it in, and I had the cassette thing. You just chuck in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So everybody did. Yeah. We're so old. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, I'm old. Yeah. Then I just spent $900 on a fucking computer that doesn't have a disk drive in it. So shit's changed a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, shit tickets. Shit Toilet t- paper was invented in New York City by Joseph Gaetti um, in the mid-1800s, which, considering the first toilet was invented in the 6th century, kind of a long time coming. You know? True. <clears throat> true. Uh, some dumb laws. It's illegal to have a puppet show in your window. Failure to follow this can land you 30 days in jail. So you can't, like, do a puppet show, like, in your front window for people walking by on the street. That's weird. Okay. Which, I mean, that's all goddamn Sesame Street is. True. True. It's Maybe it's a copyright thing. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Um, a law that went into place in 1824 states that a donkey is not allowed to sleep in any person's bathtub. Well, I mean, that's that's reasonable. Cause... It doesn't say anything about mules or full-size horses, though. Well, I mean... That's, or even burrows, because burrows are slightly smaller than donkeys. Listen, those are different, okay? Because you don't want your mule in, in your bathtub. Well, I mean, you, and the other thing you have to consider is with these stupid laws, there is a reason that they exist. Somebody did something real fucking stupid, and they got caught... They came into their house and they're like, why is there a donkey in this bathtub? I don't understand what's going on, but this needs should this should be illegal. True. You know. Um, if a man is going to wear a suit jacket in public, his pants must match in color. Sense. Makes so you, sense. So you can't wear like a blue like blazer and brown pants. Well, duh. Well you look like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so like they're basically saying you can't look like an asshole in public. Exactly. Except you can in New York City because I've seen how people dress there occasionally. Yeah, but when they came up with that, people did not. This wanna... is back when you were like, when you got dressed up to go on a plane. It's you know? true. Now you got people like you that show up in goddamn flip flops and sweatpants to go on a goddamn airplane. 
First off, a motherfucker, have some have some goddamn self respect, dude. Listen, dickhead, when you're flying like across the country, yeah, you do not. I repeat, do not want to be in like a like anything that's I know like shitty regular pants. You can't wear regular pants. No, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's it, I'm telling you, dude. It it's it gets oh it's bad. Uh, so like the regular pants that you wear all day every day, just you can't do it on a plane. No, impossible. I actually I I mean. That's what I'm asking. I, I do. That's what I'm asking. Like I, I do. I wear regular pants, but I mean, still, if I had, if I had like some halfway decent, you know, like sweatpants or something, it probably would. You know. I also have an issue when people go to Walmart in their pajamas. To me, like, yeah, it's Walmart, but it's like, come on. I mean, we're, a little we're, bit of effort and wearing and, <laughs> yeah. and wearing sandals and stuff like that. That's I, I like that option just because. Let when me rephrase go, when that. When you go through, you know, security. Let me rephrase that. If you're at Walmart, I don't give a shit if you're wearing pajamas. If you're just, like, out and about, like, walking the streets and stuff, put some pants on. I mean, true. I get the only place where I could see somebody in their pajamas in public and I'd go, whatever, is a laundromat. You're doing fucking laundry. Whatever. I do laundry. I do my laundry here in my underwear. So, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, I got to go to a laundromat and do it because... I mean, first of all, I've got a shit here to do it, and you know nobody wants to see that. <laughs> no. So, um, you can't hang clothing out outside on a line with a without a permit. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to have a permit to have a clothesline. You know that's totally in the city. Yeah, it has to be. That's definitely in the city. But it has nothing to do with anywhere in the Adirondacks. No, no. That's why Stan Hansen would be okay there because he's lariats. There's no clotheslines. Yeah. So. It's also dead, I think, but whatever. Um, it is illegal to urinate on pigeons in public. That's bullshit. They can shit all over you. You can't like catch one and be like, oh, motherfucker, and like, hold it down with your foot and pee on it. <laughs> Give me Fuck. a break. Screw that. Um, we did Dr. kill Dr. a seagull at the Statue of Liberty, though. Because <laughs> we, like, we got like our bag lunch from school, and uh, one of my friends threw an apple. Just, you know, he was... let's be real. We were in fucking fifth grade. He was throwing apples, and he was throwing shit at seagulls. Um, one of them picked the apple up, started to fly, got out over the water and just fucking bloop into the water and never came back up. We watched (laughs) into the water. And that was all she fucking wrote. Like, (laughs) I mean, they're stupid. So, um, by 2026, I personally think this might be the stupidest law that we've talked about so far for New York. Okay. By 2026, no new construction building can have propane or fossil fuel heat sources. Which is great, because it doesn't get cold in upstate New York or anything, you know. But they want you all on the electric grid so that eventually when the social credit score program goes into effect, if you're, you know, social credit score, like, oh, we can just shut your heat off because you're a fucking dickhead in public. Or somebody drops an EMP and yeah, that's that's, that's, that's pretty cool, too. But, I mean, EMP won't make a fucking difference if you have, like, fossil fuels or propane either, because... Uh, your shit ain't gonna work. True, unless a you wood have stove. Wood. Yeah, great, perfect. Mm-hmm. Pellet stove? No, nah, sorry, fuck you. Nothing. No. You know, unless you, unless you live off the grid and you have create your own power source. That's the dream. So I mean, you know, you could do that. That's the dream. Anyway, we have 
some kind of list of famous people from New York. It would have been almost easier to make a list of famous people that aren't from New York. True. To be honest. Um, the greatest to ever step on the court of all time, without question. Not LeBron James. He's light years ahead of LeBron James. Michael Jordan was born in New York City in 1963. Thought he was a Carolina guy? Nope. He, he grew was up born in, in New York City. Yep. He grew up in Carolina. Doesn't matter. They can still take claim. <laughs> um, like, top five hottest first ladies ever. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis was born in Southampton in 1929. She was a looker. Yep. Um, matter of fact, we had a, a Jacob Trimmer from uh, Let Them Fight podcast made a comment uh, on a post fucking forever ago. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he, he said something to the effect like she had a dump truck ass on. I'm like, not wrong. No, not wrong. Um, and no. man, like her husband cheated on her a whole fucking bunch, which I don't understand. Uh, look at what he you have to look at the crop he's picking from, though. True. It's not. This isn't like Bill Clinton banging some fucking snaggletooth secretary or some shit. True. He was fucking Marilyn Monroe, like, regularly. True. I mean, I'm a big fan of marriage and stuff, but, like, if the opportunity arises for the president and he goes, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do this, it, man, fucking it's, more power to you. It's for my country. You're a goofy-ass Irish-looking Irishman anyway, so. Yeah. He did all that shit in a back brace, too. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why when you see him when he gets shot, he kind of, like, leans forward weird. Because he couldn't bend because he'd been in a back brace for almost his entire life after uh, World War II. He got fucked up. Yep. Um, the baddest man on the planet, Mike Tyson, born in Brooklyn in 1966. Don't, don't, don't fuck with him. No. <laughs> um, there was another boxer. Um, they did an episode of him on crime and sports. I think his name was, I think, uh, Mitch blood green, like caught Mike Tyson in the street one day and just started talking shit and swung on him. And Tyson beat the dog shit out of him. Then went back into the fucking barber shop where he'd been. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> like sure. almost kills this man. And he's like, I'm going to go back in and finish getting my haircut. Oof. Um, my opinion, the best rap group of all time. Wu-Tang Clan was born in 1992 in New York City. Because they ain't nothing to fuck with. No, they are not. Um, <laughs> but, there, I mean, there's also another... Another top five rap group. All three of the Beastie Boys, Mike D, MCA, and Ad Rock, are all from New York City. Fucking right. I mean, one of them's dead now, unfortunately. But, I know. You know. I know. May he rest in peace. Yeah, I fucking love Beastie Boys. I know. Goddamn. Um, you ready for a list of presidents? <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Chester A. Arthur, Martin Van Buren, Grover Cleveland, who I just listened to a show on him. That guy should have had a better fucking chance. Because uh, it was kind of, uh, it's, uh, it's a show called American Loser. So it's basically, they talk about, um, so far from what, it's an old, uh, like I'm in the older episodes, seems like it's going to be mostly presidents that were like, all, like people that were almost president or uh-huh. didn't get a fair shake at shit. And I was like, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, we talked about this guy, kinda, but we did the, uh, he did the Oneida sex cult, yeah. which the guy that killed him yeah. had been a rejected member of that. Yeah. Um, so this episode was basically like the other half of what we did. Uh huh. Really cool, and you find out that he 
had the potential to be a really, really, really good fucking president. Yeah. And, you know, he got fucking waxed. Exactly. So, um, president that nobody's ever heard of, Millard Fillmore. Um, the superior Roosevelt, and then the inferior, Teddy and Franklin Roosevelt. Yep. Both from New York City. And love him or hate him, Donald Trump. Also, Very New York much president. True. Very much and those true. are all the guys, all everybody from New York that has been president. Yeah. So they've got quite a few. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's a state that has more presidents than New York. I don't think. Like, collectively. Mm, no. We've I mean, only had the one from here. There have been a lot from, like, just the Northeast. Yeah. You have to remember, this. we were the civilized part of the but country then, for a but while. But then you yeah, also had, like, a, I don't know, we've had a lot from the South, too. I mean, we've, you know. We can't count that one because they weren't technically part of the country at the time. So, you know. Which one? Jefferson Davis. He's No, 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 no. <laughs> he was the only Southern president, like, Southern, Southern president. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Um, it's true. Uh, Benedict Arnold was born in Connecticut, but he is partially buried in New York. Uh, if you go to the uh, Saratoga National Historic Park, there is a monument there of a severed leg, and that's the final resting place of Benedict Arnold's leg that got blown off by a cannon. Hey. So the more you learn about that guy, the more you go, I get it, I hey, get it, man. He got fucked. He got over. fucked a lot. Like, he did. He fucking like he. He would've... didn't get credit for a lot of the shit he did. Exactly. He got bitched out for shit that other people were doing. He got his fucking wife killed. He got his leg blown off, and he went, "Fuck this." I want a red jacket now. Yep. You know. He he would have won. Traitor? Yes. Do I understand? Also, yes. I mean, hey. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you get fucked over long enough, you're going to be People like, have betrayed their countries for a whole lot fucking less than that. And it wasn't even a country yet. No. That's the problem. No. But No, because, oh, better, traitor, traitor. Well, no, no. Well, listen. We were in a country, and... You know, the dickhead that was in charge didn't want to listen to him. So well, here's the thing. He wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been considered a traitor if he wasn't good at what he did. He was good. If he had just been some shitbag, like some fucking private or something, like, oh, I'm gonna trade something. nobody would have given a fuck. He I mean, he was good. He, he, he well, I think he I if I'm not mistaken, I'm I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the French and Indian War. He kicked fucking ass. He kicked ass in that. Yeah. He fucking, like, won that war. Yeah. He was a fucking incredible naval commander. Yeah. And they're just like, nah. Mm. You know, and yeah, I get it. I get it. But we'll have to get into that one at some point in time, because there's probably still a lot of people out there that don't know the whole story. Yeah. Of him just getting fucked on, like, incredibly hard. Exactly. Um, Author, researcher, and ufologist, best known for his book that he wrote about visiting a small town in uh, on the border of Ohio and West Virginia. John Keel was born in Hornell, New York. So I don't know what the hell that is, but okay, it's uh, out west, like not not west west, but it's out towards um, it's like southwest of Buffalo. Okay, so it's like up and up that way. Um, so that's what we got for famous folks. Do you want to? Uh, I mean, there's plenty more than that. Oh, I didn't want to put them all in there. There's like Jay Z and yeah, again Biggie Small. Again, we would have been here all <laughs> goddamn day. Now Bambino, right? Who? The big Bambino, Babe Ruth. Yeah, he's from Maryland. Was he from Maryland? Yeah, he's from Baltimore. He was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, 
You're right. You're right. He he grew up in an orphanage rolling cigars. Because <laughs> 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 child labor laws are bullshit. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I'll start. Uh, yeah. Then he just went to New York and well, no, hold on. He went to fucking Boston first, and then things being cyclical, Boston decided to be a poverty franchise and like, oh, we'll just sell this guy. And what are they doing now? Being a poverty franchise, not fucking signing anybody. Oh, the Lucas G. Lito. Yeah, he was great fucking five years ago. Awesome. They got, they got rid of Chris Sale. Look, Chris Sale is a fucking bike accident waiting to happen. So. <laughs> All right. Send him to the Braves. Fuck him. Agreed. But then he'll turn it around and fucking that, be no, great. That was that was strategic. Like, if we're not going to get any better. We should at least make another team worse. Ah, uh, so you know? we'll make the team that used to be here worse. The Boston Braves. Yeah. Man, I, I can't believe I'm about it's to payback. say payback. Can't believe I'm about to say this, but I am really pulling for a former Yankee this this season. So the Jays signed IKF. So uh, hopefully he does good. He was decent with the Yankees. I just didn't like him because he was in the wrong fucking uniform. You know. True. But again, being a, pro- a poverty franchise and they're cheaping out on shit. Yeah. They need Jorge Soler, though. <laughs> That'd be good. All right. Anyway. So for this week, for my portion of the road trip, I was looking for something to cover, as usual. As we do. And then I stumbled upon two places, and I looked into them, and I was like, Okay. These kind of sound interesting. Okay. Let's take a look. And full disclosure, one of the two uh, that I originally looked into, I went, oh, oh, yeah, that one should have its own fucking episode. I had the same thing um, because there was a, there's a documentary that I watched years ago, like when we first started the show, and I was like, oh, we should talk about that sometime. I was like, eh, I can't. I, I, I can't do it for basically a half episode. It has to be its yeah, own thing. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much weird shit that goes into it. Yeah, this one was a, a hospital that happened to have a person that, you know, people talk about. Cropsy? No. Oh. Oh. Uh, Typhoid the... Mary. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- those, those could both be good, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I didn't do that. I was like, no, no, it was, no. Then it was like the Toy and Me tiles can be kind of cool, but they're not... They're not specific to New York because they're found all over the place. Yeah. But the first place they were found was New York. So, so the, these two that I picked, okay, um, they have many places. Um, they're um, buildings, structures that were built. And yeah, that's how buildings They kind of had um, not really good luck with things. That, like, things started out okay. Uh-huh. But turn to shit, and turn to shit like quick. Okay. For them, so the first one is uh, World Trade Center. No, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Craig E. Claire, Craig E. Claire. Oh, okay. okay. I, my uh, fat ass was like, oh man, that sounds really good. Uh, this I can is, go for an eclair. Yeah, this is the. Oh, I hate eclairs. Fuck you, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, eclairs and Boston creams are like two of my yeah. favorite donuts. Oh. Yeah, I don't like them. Oh. Uh, so this is the first place that we're going to sweet, lose. sweet donut jizz. You're missing out, man. Yeah, I don't like that. <sighs> so according to what I read, this place was uh, once farmland owned by a guy named Joseph uh, Kamer. Then in 1887, uh, Bradford Lee Gilbert purchased all but three acres of the farmland. He would transform the farmland into an estate. Asshole. Uh, he would have a castle built 
uh, that they called one. Craig Eclair, uh, and it's said that the name came from uh, Gilbert's wife, who was a who was a Scottish native, uh, who reminded it reminded her um, of. I don't know why it reminded her of it, but it was like something to do with a small her small town that she was from, which was Craigie Clare. Okay. Um, in Scotland. Is this one of those cunts that like paid to have a fucking castle disassembled and shipped over here? No. no okay. No, 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 no. I fucking hate that they shit. They built like, it. that's so stupid. No, no, no. They built this place. He, or you know, he did. No, no. We get it. You you have money, you want a castle. But to have one disassembled and then shipped here and then yeah. rebuilt, fuck. All the way off. So, um, so you know, they, they had this um, this place, uh, this estate, you know, done up, and they had a house built. Right. Okay. Now, uh, after – so Gilbert would actually pass away in 1911. My, my, my next question is, when did he cheat on her, her, her catch him, and then kill herself in the castle? Yeah, no. Oh, uh, this is the first time that's ever happened with a castle that we've talked on here, then. No. Uh – so the land and the lodge were sold to a guy named uh, Maurice Sternbeck before coming into the possession of uh, Ralph Worst Dundas in 1915. Wow. You know that guy's a dickhead. I know. A name like that. It's a hyphen, too. Ugh. He's uh, got two monocles. He does. One in each eye. And he's like, <laughs> I could have glasses, but mm, I've decided on monocles. I choose not Douche. to. Uh, so Dundas became began the construction of the castle soon after, but he never lived to see it actually completed. He would die in 1921. You know what? Good. Uh, Good. While the state was in the final stages of construction. In 1922, a year after Dundas' death, his wife, Josephine Worst Dundas, was committed to a sanus, uh, not sanus, well, sanitarium, sane asylum, same thing. Okay, what did they put her in there for, though? Uh, because she was weird, like fucking tweaky. Oh no, no, no! Hold on, you gotta. We, we should be more specific because there was a listing for like way back then for reasons that women could be put into asylums, and they are fucking wild. Well, hers was just because her she had lost her marbles. Oh, because like they they could be put into into asylums for for going through menopause. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, or you know, you know, wanting to vote and shit. So, yeah, she she never actually lived in the castle after it was built. No, because she was in the fucking nut but house. It would go um, to her only child, Mariel uh, Harmer. Well, I'm sorry, one more time, Mariel. That's a gross name. Uh, Mariel Harmer Worst Dundas. Oh Jesus! It is. It's she, get, it's, it gets worse the further it goes. She inherited the fortune that had passed to her mother from her father. Of course, uh, she oh, soon had twenty. So yeah, a woman she, could collect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, then have to be left to a husband. And so we've had you know one guy die, another guy die, and Lady go crazy. his wife go crazy and get committed. Uh, well, her fortune doesn't isn't so great either because uh, she would actually have the for her the her. A poor, large portion of her, her, her fortune stolen by the castle caretakers. Oh, damn. Who, you know how you could have avoided that? Not yeah. having a fucking castle that you had to pay caretakers for. <laughs> well, they were acting... No, they uh, they were actually acting as her guardians at the time. Oh, 
So they fucked her over. Yeah. Uh, she would eventually get married. Wait a minute. How old was this girl when, when she took? I'm not sure. I'm not totally sure okay. what, how old she was. But I mean, probably young. Okay. Because, you know, you, you if she had to, to have caretakers, she was probably like, yeah, she had to have been yeah. like, under like probably fucking 15 at that point. I think women probably couldn't own property until they were, I don't know, like 20 something or whatever. shouldn't be able to maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she would, but, but she actually would uh, grow up and she would eventually get married. Um, her and her husband would move to England and they would actually set out on an adventure to find St. John's gold. Well, oh, for fuck's sakes, that actually didn't turn out so great. No, for I know. No. Uh, Did it, they look right, like right next to the stone with a sword in it? They did. It's right there. Yeah. Well, they actually hired a medium as well, and then that that failed too. They so. should have got that fucking wizard with a beard and shit. Yeah, Merlin, True. that guy mm, didn't work out. God damn. Yeah. Well, did they kill the dragons though? I'm no. just thinking of like weird no, shit. Well, I'm thinking of, of shit going on in England in the 20s. Okay, so know? so listen. Um, she probably in her own brain thought she did because, well... Was she fucking crazy, too? Yeah. Oh, it's hereditary. Cool. Yeah, her mental mental stability was questioned. She would be committed just as her mother had been. Yeah. Because uh, she was looking for fucking some dead saint's gold. Like, yeah, <laughs> you have to be a little a little crazy to, to undertake that. True. <clears throat> so the Especially when you don't have any money. So the property would actually pass from the hands of the Dundas family into a various short-term uses for a time it was used as a summer camp for children before being purchased by the prince hall grand lodge of masons so you know some, uh some fuckeries about now yeah and the african-american masons group from manhattan as a retreat wait a minute they let black people in the masons they did huh um that I, that made us might have sounded racist i honestly had no fucking clue i thought that was like a specifically a white dude thing i don't know uh, eventually, they huh. gave up uh, on even that use, and though the Prince Hall Masons still own the structure, uh, it now sits abandoned, rotting, and just just it's just wasting away. Okay. Because and it actually has, and the hands of nature have actually re- started to reclaim it, and assholes have come onto the into the property and started to vandalize it. Homeless guys are fucking in it. Yeah. Wait, where is this in New York City or is this? Uh, it's yeah, it's in it's in uh, well, kind of around New York City. Okay, so if it was in New York City, homeless people would be fucking yeah. in it. So I mean, oh my god, it'd be it'd be full to the parapets of fucking <laughs> just used needles. Ugh, look like a saw trap. So, uh, because of the unfortunate history of the location, it has accrued some legends behind it. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, it's cursed. Uh, some say it's haunted by the ghost of Josephine Dundas, yep. who they claim was locked in an upstairs room. No, nope. uh, others say that the three heart-shaped ponds on the property are filled with blood on the full moon. I mean, that's a pretty pretty easy one to, uh, you know, figure out. <laughs> you you kind of just go and stand at the pond and go, no, there's no water. Yeah, so uh, there actually there's no evidence that anyone was ever locked in any of the rooms. No. So there's a dead swan in it, but there's no blood. Uh, and actually, that really no one actually lived there at, for any amount of time. Yeah, because while well, everybody fucking moved away or got died committed. or got committed, and so you know, kind of, you just got fucked over. Yeah, hard. Um, 
So that's Craig Claire. Now the next one we're gonna cover uh is uh Kreischer Mansion or Kreischer Estate, I believe that's also another name of it. Uh, this mansion was one of two that was built on the property along with a brick factory. The person that had them built was Balthazar Kreischer. Yep. He was a German-born transplant. So now on a side note, before we go any further, I while doing the research, I found the name of his grandfather, which happens to be probably one of the most interesting names that we've come across on this show today. Oh, hold on. You just said fucking Balthazar, though. Yeah, well, like, hold on. Guy, motherfucker's got a demon name. <laughs> hold on. Wait for this one. Okay. Okay. His grandfather's name was Rhenish Prussia. One more time. Rhenish Prussia. <laughs> That's just like some like extra character from fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, Balthazar is still more more interesting than that. I mean, Maybe. His cousin fucking Mephistopheles, whatever the last name was. <laughs> you know? Uh, he, so, uh, Rhenish was actually a uh, brickmaker as well. And that's what Balthazar was. <laughs> I know. Um, so, Balthazar would actually purchase the property so that he could actually set up for retirement. Yep. Um, after doing everything he did. You and, know? Yeah, you gotta figure out how to bring hell to earth. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> So he would actually build uh, the houses that he built in, in the factory. But the houses he built were actually going to be for his sons, Charles and Edward. Okay, they're the two oldest. Okay. He actually had more kids than that. Yeah, fuck them, though. Um, <laughs> with, I only built two houses, so yeah. you fucks have to figure it out. With, with the house and factory built, he would also get involved with starting the Staten Island Railway. Uh, he would also... Biggest pur- mistake ever. Yeah. He, would also, <laughs> he would also purchase clay beds. In uh, Woodbridge, New Jersey, in 1860, 1865. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, so, I'm like, wait a minute. That's a fucking terrible thing to make a bed out of. Which, I mean, is it's, it's a smart move because, well, you make bricks out of clay. Yeah, no, so, I, I went a different direction because I'm my brain's stupid. I'm like, well, that's a, I said, that's a terrible thing to make beds out of. Oh. I would have thought, you know, eh, maybe straw at that maybe, point, maybe. whatever. But uh, horse hair. <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, you put that in walls. Mud is just, that's... My kid is attempting to eat an apple, and I can keep hearing it hit the floor. Oh. So so things would go smoothly for a while, and then on August 25th of 1886, he would actually pass away. As they do. Uh, well, he his... didn't pass away. He just went home. No, well, sure, probably. So with his passing, the kind of the era of good kind of comes to end. Okay? Right. But not really, because before he actually had died— in 1877, uh, the fact the brick factory had actually burned down before Hold this. On. So, so you own a brick factory that you made out of wood. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. No, it's weird. like having a wood factory made out of bricks. Yes. Oh, I mean, the fuck. That's d- that's just asking for trouble. It <clears> did <throat> get rebuilt and stayed open until 1927, but then shit just went south and it had to close its doors for good. Yeah. Uh, that now, on June eighth of eighteen ninety four, one of his sons, Edward, would actually commit suicide by shooting himself in the head. That's one way to do it. Yep. Uh, 
he would die by the factory, and ever since this, uh, you know, era has been known to be uh, this area has been known to be haunted. Of course. Um, now, according to what I read, it speculated that his death could have revolved around the fact that one of his brothers had actually purchased uh, so much of the land from his other siblings, uh, which could have meant that he was jealous. And that he didn't own it, so he was like, "Well, fuck it," or, or actually, he may, or maybe he thought that his brother would try to come after his portion of the property. So he killed himself out of jealousy. Yeah, I <laughs> That's guess. Kind of stupid. Uh, another speculation that was given by George, who was one of the brothers, was that Edward had been having uh, terrible head pains, which he believed was why his brother shot himself. Oh, he had a brain tumor. Something I don't know, <clears throat> but that's a pretty common thing, actually. You yeah, know? <clears throat> like a I fucking uh, uh, was it an asshole that climbed the clock tower in, te- in uh, the University of Texas and killed all those folks? Uh, Charles Whitman. Yeah. Um, when they split his ass open, they found out that he had a, a brain tumor. I think it was. I think they said it was about the size of a tennis ball. And yeah. was putting pressure on his brain in a, a, a specific spot that he was having all kinds of like paranoid delusions and shit. And he ended up killing his wife, his mother-in-law, and then like 19 people or whatever um, at University of Texas. Mm. Fun fact, that is the reason the SWAT teams exist, uh-huh. is that specific event. Yep. Because they had dudes that were like, oh, we got to get up there and take this asshole out. And all they had was shotguns. And they essentially figured out SWAT tactics on the fly of how to clear stairwells and shit because he he was yeah pretty well geeked out up there he had a bunch of shit so now comes along the great depression and that great? with that balthazar's villa would actually be torn down mm. and one of the boys mansions was actually destroyed the other one still stands okay uh <clears throat> this would not be the last tragedy to actually happen on the property in 2008, or hell, it may have been actually 2005. I'm not really sure because, well, fuck the internet. The it early sucks. 2000s. Yeah, somewhere like that. Somewhere because, in the first decade of the two, of the 2000s. Yeah, the internet kind of sucks, and they don't, yeah. they can't make up their mind. No, you know what, what's what? Um, this area would actually be the scene of a gruesome murder. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Uh, the groundskeeper for this state at the time, Joseph Young, would lure Robert. Mc, uh, McKelvey. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name, McKelvey. And he would actually kill McKelvey there. Okay. Uh, and it would later be ruled that McKelvey's death was a result of a mob hit. Really? Yes. Huh. Uh, Young, it actually came out that Young was paid $8,000 by Gino uh, Galastro. I mean, $8,000 is a lot of money. I don't know if it's enough to kill somebody for. Yeah, but there's people I would kill for free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Galastro was uh, actually a... He'd actually been a a garbage man at one time, but then became part of a soldier for the Bonanno family. Oh, yeah. The Bonanos? Yeah. Yeah. But Bonanno, 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 whatever. Bonanno crime family. Yeah. Who Lucky Luciano was associated with. Was he? Or were they the... Yeah. Okay, I remember if he was with the Gambinos. Okay. Um, 
somehow he's uh, i just i just saw a blurb about it oh, okay. and i was like okay fair enough uh they would uh, so they actually would both be eventually be caught and young because he murdered the guy he would be sentenced to life in prison That's for how his that works. part yep and uh galastro actually he would only receive 27 years in in jail so he, I good, think I he's. Uh, I think I saw something about him being paroled, or possibility of being paroled. I don't know when that was, but uh, Jesus. So now let's talk about the haunting, or hauntings that take place here. Okay. Uh, it said that if you listen while at the estate, you can hear the crying of Edward's widow, who is still grieving for the loss of her husband. Uh, listen real close as well. To you might hear, you know. Edward's widow, but you also have the possibility of hearing pots and plan- pans clanging around, which is caused by a German chef that was supposed to have died in the kitchen. A German shepherd. Fuck. Yep, a German shepherd. I'll go fuck myself. That was awful. <laughs> uh, boo this man. <clears throat> yes, boo. Uh, also, while there, you may see a small boy who is said to be Henry Kreicher, who was um actually died on on in, at the estate okay uh because because i don't know whatever reason it was he never just saw never saw anything past childhood so he's said to be ha- haunting the whole area okay uh i also learned that there's a a closet that some people uh said that they hear noises of scratching coming from inside of it <sighs> which is from children that were per- put the children that were put in there uh, because if they were bad, they got put in the closet. But I didn't think anybody ever lived in this place. Well, apparently, I mean, it wasn't like they they lived there, but they didn't live there. Okay. I, I guess. Like, it wasn't like full time, you know, okay. type of thing. It was only for short periods of time that people lived there. It wasn't. Very long. Well, you know, I don't like to be the guy that'd be like, well, let's debunk it. An abandoned building in the middle of New York City, New York City adjacent, could be rodent activity very easily. Yeah, this is, I guess this is on the door. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you could have have scratching next to the door in a wall and it'll sound like it's coming from the door. I don't know. Uh, Now, uh, to top it all off, if you go there, you may have the possibility of seeing doors close. You know, the typical stuff. Doors close, open. Yeah. Uh, cold spots and seeing pictures come off the walls. So, you know, you have the – you run the gamut. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah everything. for sure. But, yeah, so that is my portion, which is, you know, two places that kind of uh, had, had misfortune happen to them, you know, and which led to – hauntings and such so i was like i was like kind of i was like hey you know kind of cool you know wrapping the whole hauntings and having misfortune happen and murders and yeah you know i kind of went the exact opposite direction you did (laughs) do we want to take a we'll take it yeah we'll do a break now and then we'll come back and finish it up so we're gonna for mine we're gonna talk about the most prevalent population-wise citizens of New York City. Anyone that's been to a big city or even to a farm out in a more rural area 
you've more than likely at some point in time come across the Radus Nova, Novengus. I, I'm not good with, with Latin. Okay. Uh, which is the Norway rat. Okay. Um, these greasy little brown-haired bastards are an absolute menace. And Didn't we have them up in Virgins? We did. We did. Yeah. Little fuckers. Yeah. I, I'm speaking from experience. The entire basically first half of my 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 thing here, there, there was no research needed. This was just from the top of my head from experience and yeah yeah, yeah uh, in pest control. Um, Norway rats are some of the smartest animals you will ever come across in the wild. They're also fucking disgusting. <laughs> um, if you ever go into an old building. And you look down along like, um, like the baseboards. Yeah. If you see like long streaky marks and shit that run, you know, that run like with the baseboards, that's from rats, um, because they press their bodies up against things to run, and they leave grease marks on. Yeah, they're they're nice. gross. Um, Fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also learned doing pest control. That uh, for the most part, if they can fit their their muzzle through a hole, they can fit the rest of their body through a hole. Um, during like training videos and stuff, I watched like live time footage of a good size, I would say probably almost a pound Norway rat squeezing its entire fat ass through a hole the size of a quarter in a wall because they can compress their rib cage and it like squeezes around and like locks into itself to protect their organs and they can squeeze through fucking tiny little holes they can squash themselves almost completely flat going under doors and stuff like that they're crazy um what a I, yeah i don't like them i don't either also incredibly smart which is why if you ever have rats um free tip don't don't call orkin i worked for them <laughs> free tip if you have rats and you're trying to set snap traps you need to leave them so that the trigger device, the yellow piece, is face is as close to the wall as you can get it. You need to leave it disarmed for a couple of days because they will test traps. I've I've actually seen them with my own eyes walk over to snap traps, hit the thing, and walk away after they've set it off. They're super fucking smart. Huh. Um I've seen security cam footage of them jumping over glue boards because they will test them. They're like, oh, that's sticky. I'm going to go either around it or over it. So we we would leave them because they came in a pack of two. So they were facing each other. and You'd squeeze them and pull them apart. Yeah. So we'd either leave one, like a, a full set together on the floor so that they could test it and go, okay, this is whatever to walk across. You leave it like that for a few days. You pop it. Then you put them side by side yep. you don't go lengthwise you go side by side with them so they don't go around yep um and they'll get caught in those but depending on how big the rat is i've actually also witnessed them dragging them off into places um had a customer's house where i had to cut a glue board in half lengthwise because it got under their vanity in the bathroom mm. so i cut the glue board in half lengthwise because there's little um uh, probably like two, I'd say probably like a two inch uh, gap between um, two of the, the footer boards in the vanity after you, after you peel the, the front plate off. Yeah. So I put one on each side. I got to call it fucking six o'clock the next morning from the customer. Got all kinds of noise coming from my bathroom. I need your help. Okay, cool. Haul ass up to fucking Richmond, which was 
Jesus, almost an hour from where we were at the time. Yeah. Um, I get in there and his dogs have it cornered because it went into one side, got caught in the glue board, backed out with the glue board, went to the other side and got caught on that one as well. Um, so it had a, it was basically a, a glue board sandwich with a rat in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy had like, uh, they were like, uh, like Fox terriers or something like that. Like little wiry, like rat dogs. Um, and I had to dispatch the rat. Uh, um, I carried an extra five gallon bucket in my truck with me. It was my rat bucket. And you'd put a little bit of water in it, throw the boards in, put something over top of it and hold it there for a few minutes. Yeah. Not the, not the, the best thing in the world to do. Um, hey, I mean, it works, but rats will also chew their own goddamn feet off to get out of, out of glue boards. I have found glue boards with rat feet on them, which is fucking horrifying because there's rat feet and then there's just a trail of blood that eventually goes away and they will regenerate their own goddamn limbs. I mean, I remember I had to because I had that rat problem or I thought I didn't know what the hell it was, but now and then I fucking called. I was like, dude, what did I do? And you gave me those fucking glue traps. I caught the fucker. And I was like, God damn it. What do I do now? And you're like, hit it with something. I went to go hit it. And I'm like motherfucker and i like worked its whole like worked it back to the hole yep and went back down in the full hole fucking ripped off it peeled itself off the glue board yeah yeah i couldn't because i couldn't find anything to hit it with and their fur is so greasy that it actually works against the glue board to get them off so they're so fucking slimy like like slippery and greasy if they get caught on the glue board if they find something to leverage that thing against they can pull themselves off and just lose fur and they're back to fucking doing whatever. But then, uh, now let me ask you: Was that when? Was that right around when they started digging shit up for that dog pen right there next to you? No. Was there anybody like farming or anything out in that backfield? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Okay. That's usually when you start getting rat activity. Anyway. No. No. It was no because it, it was. I don't know, just rats there, but then uh, mice moved in. If you have one, you won't have the other generally. Yeah, we had a fucking, I guess, I think there was a war. Yeah. Oh, no, they my, mice will kill rats, which is wild to think of. But, yeah, they will kill and eat rats. Yeah, I haven't had any, like, mice problems or anything else. More, no more rats or mice. I, I get mice, but my cats don't do anything. The dogs kill them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Our golden retriever, Danny, uh, once every couple months, we'll get a mouse in the house because our fucking foundation's old. And she'll snatch it up because the cats will chase it. And she just grabs it and she'll go over and stand by the door until I put her harness on, get her outside. We'll get out on the lawn, drop it. And I usually have to open her mouth and shake the goddamn thing out of her mouth. But yeah, she catches mice. (laughs) Um, And I I, mentioning glue boards. I know there's people out there that will, you know, they're inhumane, but, but they're really not. Mice get caught on glue boards. People think that they starve to death on there. They don't. Mice get caught on glue boards. Actually, freeze to death. They die within a few minutes. Yes. Because if you ever if you ever watch a mouse, like if it comes out in the open or anything, and it stops moving, it's always fidgety because they have to keep their body temperature up. Yeah. Which is why they they nest the way they do and like big balls yep. and shit of stuff. Yep. Because they have to keep their body temperature up, or they they can freeze to death. Rats don't have that problem. They're pretty fucking. They're pretty staunch little animals. 
Um, little fuck faces. Be now. Like, but then you put in goddamn, uh, what, what, what's it? That, you put, you gave me, uh, what the fuck was that? Put down the hole and I haven't had a fucking rat oh. since. Oh, yeah, the, the green stuff? You gave me, uh, no, a steel wall. Oh, yeah, the copper stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, well, I'll get into that a little bit too. Um, so if you ever have mice or rats, Hey, more free pest control. Cause we're talking about rats and shit. Find copper mesh wiring to pack the holes with because unlike steel wool, when they chew through it, it'll actually cut their gums. If you pair that with a good, like a nice, uh, like a vintage, like warfarin based rat poison. So what that does basically is, um, People use warfarin for medication also. It's a blood thinner. So you pair a blood thinner that is makes it so that you don't your blood doesn't clot. Um, like smaller dosages in humans in people is for, you know, breaking up blood clots and shit like that. Uh-huh. Um, a good sized dose in a rat makes it so that their blood doesn't clot at all. So you pair that with the copper wire. They chew in that, and it cuts their gums, and they actually bleed to death because it doesn't clot. Huh. It's fucked up, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, the time I had a f- fucking my cocker spaniel, and he want, he didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Now, now with Runa, you know, my German shepherd, she'd be like, come here, motherfucker. Dude, Ruger got a hold of a red squirrel that got in here one day, and I, I shit you not, so... My gun safe is not light. You know that. Yeah. It got behind there. This is before I had the bookshelf there. He got his snout behind the gun safe, pushed his head in, and pushed my gun safe out four inches away from the wall to get that thing. He caught it, ran out into the dining room, and shook it so... It was like shaking it, and let go of it, and it went so hard that it hit the ceiling. So I had to scoop up a fucking... At this point in time, disabled Red Squirrel because he had broken its spine <laughs> and take it outside and finish it off. Um, another one, if, you're, if your pets ever eat a rat that has been exposed to rat poison, vitamin K and call the vet. Call the vet first, though. Because, you know. But once it's, been, once it's worked through the animal's liver, it should be inert at that point in time and it shouldn't be able to hurt your animal, but still, just to be safe. Vitamin K's potassium doesn't really fucking hurt anything. Yeah. Anyway, um, when it comes to, it comes to like how rats' mouths work, their teeth grow anywhere between five and eight inches a year. So they're constantly chewing on shit because if they don't wear their teeth down, it's like beavers. They don't wear their teeth down. They'll grow so long that they can't eat and they'll die. Uh-huh. They do this by having the ability to chew through wire Sheet metal, steel wool, wood, glass, copper pipe. I've seen them chew through fucking concrete before. <laughs> um, one of the uh, feed places I used to I used to do, they kept a bunch of different shit in those like five gallon like galvanized trash cans. Um, not only can they climb up the side of them and try to nudge the the lids off, I, I've actually seen them with fucking two inch holes chewed through the bottom of the of the cans. Of galvanized steel. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you can tell it's not just somebody cut a hole there because there's little fucking weird little nick marks. It's rats that have chewed through it. Yeah. They're fucking bastards. gross. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Um, handful of fun things that rats can carry and spread to people. You get hantavirus, which is a pretty nasty respiratory disease. Um, makes you feel like you have the flu. And you mix in, like, dizziness, stomach issues, and shortness of breath. Mm. Um, generally get that from the uh, urine and feces being around that too much. That's uh-huh. where you pick that up. Um, uh, leptospirosis, which is a bacterial infection that can also cause flu-like symptoms. Um, this also ca- causes jaundice and redness in the eyes, which not fucking fun. Because um, jaundice, I believe, is your liver not working to its full potential. It causes your skin to turn yellow and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not fun either. And um, eyes will turn yellow. or Yeah, like around your eyes. But this causes, like, your the whites in your eyes to, like, go, like, turn red. I don't know if it's from, like, blood vessels, like, over, like, bursting or whatever, but hmm. not great. Um Rat bite fever, which causes body aches, headaches, fever, vomiting, and rashes. Fun. Um, Salmonellosis, which is salmonella, which is severe diarrhea. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I know someone who had a fucking bout with with salmonella a few years ago. um, And the first thing that his doctor told him after his thing was, oh, you may have colon cancer. He's like, oh, shit. And then he was in the hospital for a while and... Like, no, it's just really bad salmonella. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, not great. Um, uh, Tularemia. Uh, Tulara, uh, Tulara, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, which can lead to chest pain, inflammation, and stomach ulcers. Nice. And then there's, you know, the big one, uh, Yersinia pesta, which is black plague. Um, well, that's... And one of, the, one of the side effects of that is... 60% of Europe's population dying in the 1300s. Well, it wasn't so much the rats. It was the fleas that the rats ha- were on the rats. Yes. But the fleas wouldn't have gotten there without the rats. Yes. Yeah. That's true. And um, not to point fingers or anything, but the Catholic Church deciding that cats were evil kind of led to the Black Plague. Yep. Because they were like, well, we got to kill all these cats because they're, you know, tools of the devil. And cats aren't around to kill rats. So. Yeah. I mean, you got to have a badass cat. Not necessarily. You just have a terrier. They'll do it too. It's true. But, you know. True. 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 You have terriers that'll do that. We're going to talk about some terriers here in a minute. Because I've seen a fucking. I've seen that. Like. I was uh, watching. I think it was YouTube. A guy had. Oh, dude. Ratting is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking those dogs. Like. Like it's almost like they like dive into the fucking yep. hole, boom, <laughs> and they'll come out with that fucking rat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, um, my parents' dog Dixie, she's a a rat terrier. That's what they were bred to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why if you look at terriers like that, like small little terriers like that, um, their tails are usually super stiff, and that is for the specific purpose of being able to grab that dog and pull it out of a hole, without hurting it. They're well, like the base of their tails usually like really like really strong. Yeah, they just whoop and yank them up out of holes. Uh, tank. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. He's he's that too. Yeah. Um, I I just learned recently like when it comes to like dogs that were bred to hunt and stuff. You know what fucking Dotsons were bred to hunt? Oh fuck! Uh 
God damn it. I, I, I heard this one yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like oh. your fucking Nana's wiener dog? They were bred to hunt badgers. That's fucking yeah, crazy. Because they they're so small and, and low. They're, they're vicious. Yeah. They don't do fucking Dotsons are, are like, they don't back down from shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're, they're rugged little dogs. Um, I, Honestly, if we ever had a rat get in my house, my dogs would fucking destroy it. Yeah. One, because the hunter brain would be like, got to kill you. And the other, because like, I want to play with you and I want you to be my friend. And she would accidentally kill it. Well, yeah. That's, that's how she kills mice. Yeah. I have a picture I have a picture on my phone of a mouse that she killed. Um, She was like dancing around at it. And she fucking whack. And it's like killed it. And then she sat there. It's <laughs> kind of funny. She was like a minute and a half just like nosing at it. This is the golden retriever. Yeah. And then she lays down. With her fucking dumb face, just like right in front of it, like, what's wrong, buddy? <laughs> then they go over and scoop this fucking thing up with a, with a paper towel and go chuck it on the lawn. See, I know if, if I ruined did that, she'd be like, she she would kill it because she because she would fucking do the same thing. She'd fucking stomp on it somehow. Yeah. Or if, but then if it bit her or something, she'd get pissed off at it and she'd fucking like you know bite it. But She'd just be like, hey. She'd like smack at it. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And then she'd probably like, you know, walk away from it. And then I'd go after it and she'd be like, oh, oh dad, that's mine. Yeah, that's mine. That's my friend alone. <laughs> like, uh, my, my parents had cats. Like when I was growing up, the cats in my parents' house would go lay on the lawn and fucking chipmunks would run across them. You know, I, I guarantee you, David from the cat show. Macabre Emporium podcast. We'll actually plug him. Uh, I guarantee you, he's probably got stories of watching cats like just have mice run in front of him. They're like, eh, whatever. My, eh. my, no, my brother had two cats that that would not happen. Those cats killed anything that was in the house. Then they moved to the lawn, killed any mole that was in the lawn, then moved to the field, killed anything in the field. Then they were like, okay, well... Do you know why cats bring you dead animals? Yeah. Because they think you're a shitty hunter. That's why they bring them to you. No, it's just to show you that, hey... Uh, you no, know. they are providing food for you. Because you're not good at hunting. It's exactly what it is. I swear to God. Well, my cat... One of my cat... My sister's cat, her name is Pinky. She did that. Fucking cat. I'd be like... Cat... I don't give two fucks about that that mouse. Eat it. Yeah. No. She'd fucking eat it. Then she'd and fucking huck up something. <laughs> my 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 parents calico that we they had when I was growing up. She used to kill mice and leave them in the toilet. Uh. Yep. I sw- More than once we found dead mice in the toilet and she's just sitting there. Yeah, fucking. but your cat, she fucking would like. She wouldn't kill she anything. She's a psychopath. She wouldn't kill anything around the area. She'd fucking have to go out. Yeah. Then we had. <laughs> fucking newt that would go out and try to kill other cats she's like this is my neighborhood bitch (laughs) yeah pick a fight he's like all fucking strutting up that cat got hit by two different cars and he was like whatever i'm cool i'm pretty sure it was either a fox or a coyote that that finally got him but i would not want to see what they they looked like afterwards they probably didn't feel good about it because he was he was a rugged little fucker well Um, probably the same with uh misty too because misty probably she didn't, she, she didn't disappear. We had her put down. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought she disappeared. No, dude, she was like fucking... Which I would would have... Almost 20 years old. 
I would have, you know, that would have been how she would have gone out anyway because she fucking just would <laughs> die go <a> warrior. Out. <laughs> she fucking would go out and, you know, you didn't see her until later on yep. and she'd fucking come back. Yep. No. Newt would be gone for a couple of days and you'd come home all fucked up and you're like, okay. <laughs> I'd hate to see the other guy, I guess. So you how know? many fights did you get into? God damn. There was an orange cat that lived down lived like out through the woods. He used to beat the dog shit out of him. Like he would bring him up onto the lawn and fuck him up and then chase him back into the woods. <laughs> I think like, God damn, dude. I remember your mom going, you know, yelling at Newt about that. Leave him alone. You can't do that. He, he would like lure this other cat onto the lawn and just fuck him up. Yeah. You know. Then you had what well, then you had the one cat that would it's, Izzy. It's, you had Izzy yeah. that would sit on top of the fucking uh the door frame. Yep. It it's it's black cat energy. They're all either like super cool or they're like, I'm gonna kill everyone. Yeah. You know. I've had more I've had them either way. I'm like my cats now are I have two black cats and they're both pretty chill. Then you had baby. Yeah. Our seizure cat. Da, da, da. Yeah. Sit there, fucking drool. Yeah, on he you. might be. He might have been dumb, but he knew when he was gonna have a seizure because you'd get in the bathtub. It's true. Which was like that's kind of cool. But anyway, let's get back to these rats. Um, <laughs> rats can also be indirectly res- uh, responsible for spreading uh, babosis, which is a tick illness that attacks red blood cells. So that's super not fucking fun. No. Um, they can also spread ticks that carry Lyme disease which was almost certainly created in a government fucking lab off the coast of Connecticut. We'll get there eventually. Um, they can also carry um, West Nile virus from mosquito bites. Hmm. And it does not kill them, but they can spread it in their blood. They can? To other mosquitoes, yeah. So if they get if they get bit by a mosquito that's carrying West Nile, they can contract it. Then another mosquito that's not carrying it can bite them and spread it. Huh. Yep. Um, also rabies, obviously, because... The only fucking wild animal I think that doesn't contract rabies are possums. Yeah. Um, because their immune system's like, nah, fuck you. What you going to do about it? Exactly. You know? <laughs> they might be ugly fucks, but they, they serve a purpose. They're our only marsupial. Yep. They eat a ton of ticks, and they don't get rabies, I guess, if that's serving a purpose. A ton of, ticks, ton of uh, uh, snakes. Yeah. 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 They're ugly as fuck, though. They are, but... Why can't we have, like, Australian possums? They're cute. <laughs> Ours are, like... Like a fucking like homeless cat that's like on meth or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like out like smoking K two and he's like, fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, a homeless cat on fentanyl. Yeah, uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, so the Nor- Norway rats are not native to the United States. No, you don't say. No, it, they first popped up in goddamn Asia. So how they ended up with a as the Norway rat, I couldn't fucking tell you. That's just weird. Um, but they didn't land in the United States until the 1700s. Because honestly, they came we, on the boats. Yes, we actually do not have a rat species that is native to the United States. They are all invasive species. Um, so it's interesting. Yep. So they, they landed here with like, you know, French and English immigrants. Um, well, you know, another thing that's not native to here, huh? Uh, what is it? Camels. Uh, actually, you know what? No, we did have we camels did have here camels. at one time. Yeah. No, long, long time, but no, uh, uh, rabbits. Nope. I did not know that. Yep. No. Nope. Rabbits are a huge fucking problem in Australia too, because they're not native to there and they turn loose and they, uh, you know, breed like rabbits and, we can't hunt rabbits, so yeah. fuck them. Well, they can't hunt anything in Australia because they're not allowed to have guns. That's true. So, you're going to hunt a rabbit with a fucking boomerang? Get out of here. Hey, you might be able to. I don't know. They got dingoes. 
I don't know. I can tell you right now, though, two of my favorite things of all time, like as an, as an adult, two of my favorite things of all time are Australian. So can't really complain. Steve Irwin and Bluey. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we all... didn't we didn't deserve Steve Irwin as a species. We didn't deserve him. He was too good for us. It's true. It's true. Now his kids are out there doing the Lord's work and stuff. So of course they also have like what the biggest rat, the fucking uh, whatever the hell that was. Capybaras. Yeah, they're in South America. That was that was in no. In South oh. America. We have them here, too, in zoos. They're fucking cool. They are. Dude, if I could get one of those, I would. Because it's they're just like a big, chill goofball. Yeah. Yeah. It's a camel beaver, and I kind of want one. They they get fucking eaten by anacondas all the time. Yeah, I mean, they're like... Shit, they're like three feet at the shoulder. They're about, about the same height as my son. Anacondas are like... <laughs> it's, an easy, it's easy. It's easy food. Yeah, What's he going to do, bite you? Okay. Uh-huh. Um... So, yeah, they also show up. Um, they also showed up on other ships. Um, other ships. Other ships from Africa. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah are some you of them ships. To say <clears throat> the slave ships. Yeah, mm, I didn't say that. You did, <laughs> but yeah, those ones. Um, yeah, no, those ones were those guys got on them totally voluntarily. Ah, cruise ships. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. oh, I knew, I knew what you were talking about. They were like, "Oh, look, Gold Coast Cruise Lines." I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a sunny vacation. You I like think, it? I think you would have a very, very hard time trying to convince black people from Africa to get onto a cruise ship and go. They go, "No, <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we've seen this before. No, thank you." Uh, Fuck. Been dude. there, done that. Don't yeah. like it. <laughs> Tried it once, one again. Three stars. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, so rodents, especially rats, they tend to breed very quickly, and yes. the population explodes because they have you know ten to fifteen babies at a time. Most of them usually survive. It's the same thing with coyotes. They don't. The young don't die that often, and then we have a problem. You know, um, rats are a lot of fun to shoot. Well, we don't have population control because we don't have any other big, big predator here. That I had a guy that I when I worked for Orkin, I had a, one of the guys at the the feed place. I had a couple of times when you were like over to the camper with your parents or whatever for a weekend. You're like, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Nothing." I come down and shoot rats. I'm like, "Fucking right, I do." Go down there with a flashlight in my twenty two, and yeah, we'd sit there and shoot rats for four or five hours. The fucking yeah, out by the feed bins, yeah. He was gonna pay me, and I'm like, eh, just buy me a couple boxes of twenty-two. I mean, for the love of the game, man. <laughs> um, so rats thrive around people because we are gross and we don't properly dispose of food scraps and stuff like that, um, especially in urban areas. Yeah, uh, like New York City, where they, you know, occasionally have trash strikes where garbage just fucking piles up on the streets. And yes, you know. And it was probably even worse back in the 1920s. Oh, Jesus, dude. Then I think there was a trash strike in, like, the 70s, too, yeah. where the, the, the trash collectors union under whatever fucking mafia family owned it all was like, nah, nah. And then just trash piled up for fucking weeks. Yep. <clears throat> um, and, you know, so we, we keep them fed. Um, we had a saying at work, why would you go hunting when you live in a grocery store? True. Yeah, so... That was that was a big thing was um, pest control is not necessarily just chemical. It's cultural. Uh-huh. So if you keep your shit clean, 
and you don't give them a reason to be there, they won't be there. You know, it's just, this is how it worked. So, like, if you leave shit laying around all over the place, you're going to have ants. Where'd they come from? Who the fuck knows? But you have ants now. Yeah. If you didn't have stuff all over the place, you wouldn't have ants. You know? Why do I have cluster flies in fucking January? Why? Why, you ask? Because we live in goddamn Vermont, and I don't want to pay them to come spray my goddamn soffits three times a year. Yeah. So, I kill them with an electric tennis racket. But then you're again, you're, then they could be like my mom, who cleans her house all the time, and then she has fucking ants. Yeah. Ants are tricky, and cluster flies like people see it like, "Oh, your house is no." Cluster flies are not a garbage fly; those are bottle flies. Those are the big, fat, shiny bastards. These are the little fuzzy ones. Anybody, everybody has cluster flies. They fucking suck to deal with because they breed in your attic, and they just fucking make their way down in. And luckily, I don't have them. I'm glad. I bet your upstairs neighbors do. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So rats and mice are smart enough to know that. Even though we're dangerous to them, we also supply their food for the most part. Um, they will hunt other stuff, but why bother? You know, you're in a city, all kinds of shit going on. Um, as New Amsterdam became New York City and city facilities evolve and they start to include underground stuff like subways and sewers and shit like that. This is better for them because they're still having their food, but they also have less human interaction because they can hide in all the little nooks and crannies and shit. Uh-huh. Um, what the hell, you know, if rats didn't have that, what would they what? go after? What? Rats. What would they go eat? Other rats? They'd hunt other rats? They're cannibalistic, yeah. Oh, really? They're pretty fucking gross, yeah. Huh. Um, but they'll also eat, like, you know, grass, grains, anything like that. But, yeah, they'll, they'll eat other rats. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um... They can also be incredibly aggressive when they want to be. Um, I've had a couple of times where I've opened traps outdoors. Um, if you ever if you ever pull up to a building and they have these big black things out next to the thing, those are bait stations. Yeah, they're <coughs> they're full of rat poison generally. Um, we had one at the back of our house when we lived in Virgins that I was uh, allegedly <laughs> allegedly. Uh huh putting far more than the federally regulated amount of rat poison in at a time. Allegedly. 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 I don't listen. I'm not saying that you possibly did or did not, or that we possibly did or did not have a bucket downstairs filled with water. Oh, I had a rat drowning bucket there for sure. (laughs) Then when we moved out, we had to clean everything up. I was scraping dead rats out of, out from under that fucking um, oil tank with a snow shovel. Uh. because we had so many of them. And it was not because the house was gross. It was because less eh, it was about a quarter mile up the road, they were digging up a bunch of old fucking land that they turned into a, a, a dog kennel, and they disturbed the whole fucking rat nest. Yeah, they clear cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I asked about the dog pen. Any kind of, like, digging stuff like that can stir them up. So, yeah, we had a big fucking problem. No, I had, I had the rat before she moved in. Okay. Um... So one family back in 1860 learned the hard way how aggressive rats can be. I'm pretty proud of myself. I found an article from the New York Times from 1860. Wow. Okay. I want to read a little bit of it. 
The commissioner of the Department of Public Charities and Correction have promptly investigated the case of the infant of Mary Connor, which was mutilated by rats at Bellevue Hospital. At the fucking hospital. I'm going to say that so everybody could hear me. Okay. And the death of, of which is supposed to have resulted from that cause. Um, uh, a, a, I don't know. M-E-S-S-R-S. I'm not sure what the fuck that means in old like newspaper abbreviations. Um, Ganell, Bell, and Nicholson spent several hours at the hospital night before last, examined, um, examined all who had anything to relate with regard to the occurrence and had several of the alleged culprits of, uh, I'm sorry, or members of their numerous family before them for the rats at Bellevue hospital are a bold and reckless race and do not hesitate to come forth from their hiding place and scamper around even in the presence of men in high position. So hospital directors there, then I'd be like, Oh shit. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought Bellevue was a fucking, uh, sanatorium or insane asylum. I think it has a wing for that. Um, I know it's a like a generalized hospital. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back in the 1860s, it had a big fucking rat problem. Uh-huh. Um, no surprise. Yeah. The evidence thus collated was arranged in due form and presented before the commissioners at the meeting yesterday afternoon. The details are uninteresting and unfit for publication. The leading points are, are as follows. Mary Connor went to the hospital last Sunday afternoon. Old timey newspaper words sent thither by the superintendent of outdoor poor, Mister Kellogg. Okay, so you have a homeless czar. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, bitch, go to the hospital. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, she was placed in the quote waiting room, where about twenty women slept, and by nine o'clock, all had retired. During the evening, she had made no complaints and gave no intimation of her coming con- uh, confinement. In her testimony, she declares that she did not e- e- she did not expect it so soon. At six o'clock in the morning, Doctor Hayden, the house physician, was summoned to uh, to attend her and found the newborn infant lying partly under the body of her mother, dead and cold. The nose of the child, upper lips, and a portion of the cheeks seem to have been eaten off," said Doctor Hayden. The toes on the left foot and a portion of the foot itself were eaten off. Apparently so. (coughs) The lacerated portions were covered with sand and dirt. He stated that the abdomen of the child was flattened out by the weight of her mother. Um, He's quite sure that the the gnawing was done after the child's, uh, I'm sorry, after the death of the child and believes it was done by rats, but cannot confirm if she was alive or not during the attack. Uh, the mother was feeble and listless, hardly accountable. The doctor thinks for any reason she may, uh, the doctor thinks for anything she, ooh, for anything she may say, fucking 1800s newspaper bullshit is so fucking like convoluted and written weird. She declared that it did not make any difference to her whether the child was dead or alive. Hell okay. of a mom right there. Bellevue Hospital is completely overrun with rats. A reporter yesterday made the acquaintance of several of them. They're large wharf rats, and uh, <clears throat> and their presence there in such numbers is attributed to the contiguity of the East River. Uh, the hospital, most of our readers are aware, was erected nearly 50 years ago on a site which is bound by 1st f- uh, uh, Avenue, 26th and 28th Streets, and the water. The main building stands on land of natural con- uh, confirmation 
Conf- yeah, confirmation. But the new wing in which the uh, the apparent uh, in which are the apartments for females is, suppo- is supported by piles driven into ma- uh, into made land. Um, so that's basically an area where they have jammed fucking earth up underneath this shit yeah. to build a support to put another wing of a hospital on. Uh, from the hospital through this made land, everyone knows how uh, how it is made by piling dirt on top of rubbish, rubbish and loose stones. Uh, five sewers carry off all the waste uh, worthy and empty it into the river. So, except he says it was right out into the fucking East River. Yep. You know, um, not only is it for getting rid of fucking mafia guys, you throw your shit in there too. Fuck it. Um, gregarious, amphibious, and nomadic vermin swimming crowds from place to place have been induced to stop uh, to build their nests in the subter- uh, substratum Jesus Christ dude of loose stones or to burrow in the grassy banks near the waterside it must be born in uh, yeah it must be born in mind that these creatures are these creatures are not the common rats that infest private dwellings but monsters that devour those less uh, less mischief makers inhabiting about wharfs and in stone houses and granaries. Um, they will on occasion dive into the water and glide swiftly through it. And of whose exploits we have heard more in thrilling tales of the 19th century than in sober matter of fact narrative. But what he's talking about these, these wharf rats that he's talking about are Norway rats that have a massive selection of food and no predators. Yeah. Um, I, I personally have one that I, if I had my old phone still, I had a picture of one that I, I had to pull out of a bait station. So the, the bait boxes are, I don't know, probably about 14 inches long by about 10 inches wide. And then about six inches, you know, six to eight inches deep. It's like inside. I op- the first one I ever opened up at the fucking granaries to deal with. <clears throat> first one I ever opened. Pop that thing open, and there is a dead rat that's that was in there. I had to physically remove it because I couldn't shake it out. Um, threw it in a trash bag, and the manager of the facility saw it, came over, and took the trash bag. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, I want to weigh it. Hadn't been in there very long. He was still kind of malleable, but he was very dead. Three and a half fucking pounds. It's a big goddamn rat. Wow. Big fucking rat. Like, from the tip of its nose to the tip of its tail, I mean, it was every bit of, like, that. It was fucking huge. It was like a cat got stuck in there. Massive. So, these, these like, rats, if they are left to their own devices and have a bunch of food and shit, they'll go crazy. They'll grow, like, fucking crazy. Um, huh. my, my grandmother also had stories of a, a kid that she knew that his younger sister fell asleep with you know jam on her hands or whatever and a rat came up through the toilet and ate the like the skin off of her palms where all the jam and shit was yeah yeah they're fucking nasty um in the vicinity of the hospital near the water they're all they are always found uh blackwell's island swarms with them and they've been inmates of bellevue since a uh, since a period of which quote the memory of man runneth not to the contrary um Unsuccessful efforts have from time to time been made to drive them out or destroy them. Six years ago, thousands of them were poisoned 
and the place got in such bad order and con- uh, in order and consequence that at one time it was almost determined to abandon it. They almost abandoned this fucking hospital over the rats. I don't know about that. The unsavory remains of the dead enemies of the uh, of the institution were, however, removed. But the building was al- was alive again in a very brief period uh, with their successors. Since then, many attempts uh, upon their lives were arsenic, strychnine, terriers, and uh, grimalkin, which is an old, old, old school fucking poison. Um, it killed everything. <laughs> grimalkin was nasty. Oh, yeah. Think like DDT before DDT. Huh. Yeah. Um, uh, so attempts have been made with various success, but the water rat is exceedingly prolific. A workman employed at the hospital informed us that a day or two before he had found a nest in which, uh, which held two old rats with a family of 18 little ones. And at another time, a litter of 16 was turned up with a spade. So he's just digging up fucking rat nests in the ground. Um, uh, where one had, had fallen, a dozen have sprung up in its place. They're saying here, um, 12 dozen of, uh, uh, 12 dozen of traps, a while ago were sprung upon a, a host of them. But after two or three such experiments, the survivors found out, uh, found the trick of it. And the bait was left untouched in the interior of the edifice. Uh, you face rats in the hallway at every corner. You imagine being in a fucking hospital, like going to visit your grandma or some shit. You turn a corner and there's just a pile of rats on the floor. No, no, fuck that. Um, in the female wards, the rats in the nighttime run about in swarms. There are fewer of them in the male wards, but they're, uh, they are plentiful. And in the private apartments of the main building, those employed in the institution go to bed with a broomstick at hand that they may repel them whenever they grow, uh, they grow too familiar. This sounds like fiction, but we are assured that it is true. Myriad swarms at the water slide after nightfall crawl through sewers and enter the houses. In a bathtub last Monday night, 40 rats were caught in a fucking bathtub. They probably filled it with water and were just like, hey, come look. Um, the vermin have full possession of the building. And if without without reconstruction, its interior, without reconstructing its interior entirely, they are removed. It will be more than amazing. So that that's that's one account from a fucking hospital that there's that many rats in. Jesus Christ. Um, I do have a couple more uh, little things I want to go through here real quick. Um, this was from an article from 2021. So pretty recently. Ben Regenspan was living in a basement apartment in Nolita, which is a neighborhood in Manhattan. And one night he heard a splash while brushing his teeth. The software engineer looked at the toilet and freaked the fuck out. Quote, I screamed, flushed, and he swam back down. I poured a bunch of cleaning products in and flushed it again. The rat was gone, but he was traumatized. He said when he moved to a different apartment, he lost, uh, he lost the fear of, of rats coming up through his toilet, but he always keeps the lid shut just in case. Yeah. Not that that would do any good because they can just yeah. up and out. Andrew McMillan was walking his dog back in 2022 in Fort Greene Park when the dog started to pull towards the bushes. Thing the dog has to pee follows, you know, and uh, get a little bit close to the bushes and the dog just shoots in, comes back out with a rat in her mouth. Quote, I tried to open her jaws to get the rat. <laughs> huh. 
tried to open her jaws to get the rat out in some harebrained attempt to save the rat. Dumbass. You don't save the fucking rat. You no. let your dog kill the rat. Yep. <laughs> then you give your dog all the treats because she's a good girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, in the kerfuffle, the rat latched onto his finger. Another quote. Apparently, rats have teeth like broken glass. I can indeed confirm this to be true. Stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. Rats will fuck you up. Yeah. Bad. Like, yeah. their teeth are sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, he had an urgent care doctor take a look at it and was pre- uh, prescribed antibiotics. And the next day, someone from the Department of Health comes knocking on his door. Quote, they didn't announce that they were coming. They just kind of showed up, he said. So they're like, we want to make sure that you're not going to sue us because you got bit by a rat being a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, officials, uh, the official was incredulous. Quote, apparently only 100 people get bit by rats every year in New York City. Only 100? You know, 8 million people, only 100 of them get bit by fucking rats. How many people don't report it? How many people get bit by homeless people in New York City? Mm. Probably more than 100. It's true. How many homeless people kill rats? I mean, a lot of them probably. I bet. If you have any Mongolian ones, they'll uh, they'll kill them and skin them and make clothes out of them. Damn. You didn't know that? Dude, the Mongols used to kill mice and fucking skin them and uh, uh, use them for patching in their clothing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mice, squirrels, whatever they can get their hands on, little furry shits, they're like, slice them all up and sew them in to patch them up. Yeah. Go listen to fucking, you know. Dan Carlin once in a while. Mix it in. <laughs> it's only, I don't know, fucking 28 hours of him talking about the Mongols over the course of five episodes or whatever it was. Why did I listen to it? How many times did you listen to it, though? Not that many. You guess, fucking loser. I've done it at least three times. I guess apparently not as many Man, as you. you suck. Um, uh, McMillan said, which explains why everyone I told about this had some kind of disbelief about it. I guess it also makes me part of one of New York City's most exclusive clubs. You dork. Um, I did see that there uh, there is a group of dudes um, in New York City that have been authorized by... It's an official. <clears throat> it's a city official. That sounds like a fucking like foreign Ninja Turtles character, like a, a villain. The Rat Czar of New York City. Oh. Yeah. Um, has licensed them to start ratting in the city with their dogs. Uh huh. So they've got a bunch of little terriers. Um, they go out all over the place in the city. They just turn their dogs loose and they just fuck rats up. And it's awesome. Um, they, they've been doing it for uh, three or four years at this point in time. Um, good body count on rats. None of the dogs have ever been hurt or killed. So um, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Another fun fact when it comes to pest control in New York City, uh, the last time, last I knew, it could have changed by the, by now, um, but when I was doing pest control, they had just pulled licensing from pretty much all of the major pest control companies to operate in New York City because they reopened the city's pest control department, which had been closed in like the 80s. Huh. So now when it comes to pest control and shit like that, it's the city that does it. You can't have an outside you know, company coming and doing it. Okay. Because, you know, 
yeah. private sector stuff actually gets shit done the right way as opposed to when the government does things. Yeah. And you have uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 million rats in the city. Yeah. Including one that they've got a bunch of footage of stealing pizza and <coughs> fucking dragging it down a flight of stairs. I bet you the only place they don't fucking Seriously, go. Google Pizza Rat. I bet you the, only, awesome. bet you the only place in the whole city they don't go is the Central Park Zoo. Oh, no, I, I guarantee you they're in there. 100 fucking percent. Yeah, but they don't go near the animals because the animals will fuck them up. Well, yeah, well, they don't have to. If they can get into where all the feed and shit's kept, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a free meal for life. Yeah. You know? Because you don't go near where the lions are. <laughs> or, you know, fucking birds of prey, which are more dangerous to you than true. lions. True. You know? But, Very true. Yeah. So mine wasn't paranormal or anything. It was just creepy and gross. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't like rats. I don't know if I've ever told the story on here about the old lady that I, I dealt with. <laughs> the first time I ever caught a rat when I worked for Orkin. I don't know if I'm supposed if I should be saying the name of the company. Whatever. They can't sue me. I'm not saying anything bad about them. Um, old, it's the uh, the antiques place in Virgins. When you're first coming into town, down off the hill before you get into town. Yeah. On the right-hand side. She had a bunch of, it's, it's an old farmhouse. So there's, there's floorboards that you can pull up and, you know, so she was like, oh, there's one here. There's one over here. So she's showing me where the, the floorboards are to pull up. Cause I'd never been there. There's traps in there. Nothing in them. We got into one room. She's got a bunch of paintings like set up against the walls and to hear something rustling. I'm like, oh shit, we got something. Okay. I go running over and I pull a bunch of the pictures back and there's a rat about three quarters of the way caught onto a glue board. So, like, just his ass end and his tail sticking off. The rest of him, he's on there solid. Yeah. Like, oh, we got one. I'll be right back. My intention. Full disclosure. My intention was to get another half a glue board, sandwich it, go out, and drown it behind my truck. Kind of what we do with rats. Okay, no problem. She goes, what are you going to do? And I told her exactly that. She goes, ah, don't worry about it. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. And I turn around and she's walking across the room with a fucking pickaxe, like a fucking pickaxe, like blade on one end, pick on the other pickaxe, big wooden handle pickaxe. And I kind of watched her like, okay, so I thought she was going to hand this thing to me to pull it away from the wall. Right. So I could get in there to get it. Oh, no. She goes over, reverses that thing and beats this fucking rat to death. With the head of a pickaxe. Like, the flat, like, the very end of it. Just bam, bam, bam. Fucking destroys this thing. Like, there's blood on the walls. She's hitting it, okay? Then she turns and looks at me and goes, you want some coffee? <laughs> no, thank you, ma'am. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I lost that account because she told her son about it. And her son thought it was hilarious. And he told his fire chief about it. Who just so happened to be my fucking boss. <laughs> He's like, I, I heard you couldn't kill her out. I'm like, I didn't have a fucking chance to. I didn't have a chance to. Because she just beat the shit out of this thing. It was... In retrospect, it was funny. At the moment, it was absolutely horrifying, though. There's a lot of blood in a rat. Wasn't a lot in that one when she was done with it. No. Yeah. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That's crazy. <laughs> the amount of weird shit that I dealt with doing that job. I, I I could do a podcast just talking about that. 
Yeah. You know? The fact that a you know a snake can get stuck on a glue board and not die for days. Yeah. Um, the fact that you, they, they don't drown easy either. A snake? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Snakes are fucking disgusting. I will deal with anything else. Like mice, rats, spiders, cockroaches. I've had fucking cockroaches fall out of ceilings and land in my hair and then try to crawl in behind my respirator. Whatever. I refuse to do anything with snakes. I had one where uh, our, our wildlife guy, because there's different people for different things, essentially. So your wildlife specialist is somebody like, oh, I've got a raccoon in my attic. They'd go in and fucking throw a, have a heart trap up there, and then they'd dispose of it in any number of fashions, we'll say. Um, my particular branch had a CO2 chamber that was big enough to put one of these traps in. You put it in, you close the lid, and you latch it, and you just crank the handle over and stand there for five, ten minutes, and then you turn it off and go throw it in the dumpster. Um, our wildlife guy at the time happened to live out in the middle of nowhere and he would take them and he would bring them home and shoot them. Or if they didn't show any signs of rabies, he'd go in to get his 22 and they just magically, I don't know what the fuck happened. I came out and he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, yeah, he did that a lot. I don't think he had the heart to, <laughs> to, well, no, I don't. to fucking kill him, you know? I mean, um, if it's not, if it's not really doing any harm, I mean, why fucking kill it? Right. Um, you know, if it's a rat. Kill the motherfucker. Yeah. It's, a, it's a raccoon. It was like, it was just out in the wrong fucking time of day. And, yeah. You know. I mean, we've had raccoons that get in our dumpster at work. Yeah. You know, poor little bastard. Fat fucker, though. I'll tell you what, next time I see Russell, I'm going to fight that motherfucker, though. <laughs> Russell is our, like, 55-pound raccoon that comes up on our deck. <laughs> I swear to Christ, you can hear the fucking boards creak when he walks across our deck. He is a fat fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and just kick his ass off. <laughs> like, holy shit, he's huge. Um, but anyway, uh, one day he calls me and he goes, Hey, where are you? Like, I'm in Burlington. He goes, Cool, so am I. What do you need? Because, <laughs> <I'm> like, <clears throat> anytime he needed my help, it was usually to hold a ladder for him to go up somewhere where he shouldn't have been on a fucking ladder. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, I need help with something in somebody's apartment. Gives me the address. I'm like, okay, cool. Walk into the living room and they have like a three foot by three foot section to drywall cut out. And I see about the last four, I don't know, maybe not four, probably like two and a half feet of snake coming out of the wall. I looked at it. I looked at him and I went, I don't fucking think so. And I left <laughs> like not a fucking chance. There is the owner of this creature that has gotten loose in his house and him pulling it out of a wall. And I went, nah, I'm good. And I left. <laughs> like not a fucking chance dude i don't want to deal with grass snakes you think i want to pull a 300 pound fucking snake out of a wall not a chance get fucked no. get fucked stay fucked no thank you no yeah but yeah cockroaches and snakes are probably my two least favorite things to deal with that i've ever dealt with for pest control mm. and that was mostly just with the you know when having a respirator on and having cockroaches fall in your head after you sprayed in the ceiling for them, and then they, they come down behind your respirator and try to go in your mouth. Oh. Yeah. yeah I wasn't happy about that. Um, told the owner of the property, he goes, what do you think I should do? And I said, do you want my professional opinion or my personal opinion? It's a personal opinion. First of all, you should be ashamed for letting anybody live in that fucking piece of shit trailer, including 
not limited to allegedly illegal, you know, immigrants working on a farm. Um, you should burn this piece of shit to the ground. My exact words for him. Uh, I went back up two months later to check on it and it was gone and there was a brand new single wide trailer there. So, yeah, but yeah, when there's so many cockroaches falling out of the ceiling and hitting uh, like linoleum floor that it sounds like it's raining outside. There's a lot of bugs. Yeah. 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 A little bit. It's fucking gross. Anyway, I can sit here and tell stories, but I won't. Huh. Well, that's New York. Yeah. Y'all got rats and haunted shit. Congrats. Yeah. Um, I did have something else for New York that I was like, man, that could be, I could do that, but it has to be its own episode. Yeah. You know, um, the Collier Mansion in New York City. Crazy fucking story. But uh, we'll save that for a different time. Okay. All right. Well, now that it's 10 after 10. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want more of the of the podcast, go on over to uh... patreon.com <laughs> forward slash dark windows podcast. $5 a month gets you access to all of that bullshit. And there may or may not be some changes coming to Patreon. We have to figure it out still. Uh-huh. But. And uh, also go on over to another place. Go over to studio.com. Check them out. They got a whole bunch of earbuds and a few different types of uh, speakers. Yeah. Um, and uh, put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in at checkout in the little section to get 15% off your entire purchase. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And actually, Studio, uh, the little small speakers they have oh. there, um, the, you can allegedly, supposedly, according to their website, link a hundred of those together through uh-huh. Bluetooth. That's cool as shit, and I believe they're too. waterproof. Yeah, like yeah. like shower or water things. resistant yeah. or whatever. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Dark Windows Podcast, um, and uh, let's see. Oh yeah, we're on Twitter or whatever it's called uh, now. We're really not though. Yeah, uh, Instagram, Dark Windows Pod. Same with uh, whatever it's called X X. But yeah, we're not real, really not there, so don't even bother. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Um, if you want to just message us directly, you can darkwindowspod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can just message us on Facebook. I'm Kev Carlton. And I'm Kevin Heyer. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. uh, just because you can't see on the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you until next week. Yeah, I'm not sure if, we're, if I'm going to do a badass or a crime, but it's going to be one of the two. Something. So. All right. Woo! Bye-bye. <laughs>